I thought I would be talking to you about today was the Oscars. That's the last thing <laughs> I would ever want to talk about. I don't got the Oscars are so boring. Usually, usually the Oscars are just such a complete waste of time, a celebration of a bygone era, an out of touch institution that refuses to recognize what the masses actually want from a movie-going experience, no nominations for Jackass, criminal, criminal, the biggest movie of the year. Maybe that'll be next year. We'll have next Oscars to see if Jackass was deprived of anything. But come on, just a lot of, it's usually not, it's not fun, the Oscars. I haven't seen any of the movies that were nominated. I haven't seen any of them. I might force myself to watch Coda because they won. That was the biggest news of the night. Coda won. <laughs> I saw Tick, Tick, Boom. I don't know if it was nominated for the the main award. What do they, what do they call it? The best best picture. I don't know if it was nominated for the best picture. I know Andrew Garfield was in it and he was nominated for best actor, which means Tick, Tick, Boom was a good movie. It's the only it's the only quote unquote good movie I've seen all year. And it was OK. I, <laughs> it was fine. It wasn't fun, but it was OK. I could tell it was good, and I tell everyone I loved it. Everyone that'll listen, I say, Tick, well, you know, Oscars are coming around. I've seen Tick, Tick, oh, you gotta see Tick, Tick, boom. Oh, my gosh. You would love it. It's almost not boring. It's, oh, it's so, oh, it's just so good. That's what you say about a movie that you didn't enjoy, but, like, you know the Oscars would like it. What does the Oscars decide what's good? Why can't I say, I don't know. The Adam Project was good. Did you guys watch that? Ryan Reynolds put a movie on Netflix. It's not getting nominated, but I watched it. I enjoyed it. Jennifer Gardner, what's his face? The guy who plays the Incredible Hulk. They're back. They're back together, reunited from the set of 23 and 2013 again or whatever the Jennifer Gardner one she does where she gets you know, Freaky Friday or she grows up or whatever. They were in that movie together. Now they're in this thing on Netflix. This isn't going to get nominated. I enjoyed it. Countless people watched it. <sighs> anyway, so Chris Rock got slapped. <laughs> everybody's talking about it. I don't know what else I can add to this conversation. No, I, I'm just shocked that there's sides to this. I'm shocked that people are like, well, you know, Chris Rock shouldn't have made a joke, you know, that that comedian who was paid to go up on stage and make jokes and, you know, who probably had some of those jokes written to him or at least people wrote some jokes, you know, that he could do, you know, that the guy who, you know, makes an entire career out of making fun of people. Yeah, he shouldn't go up on the stage and make jokes about celebrities who are in the <laughs> who are like in the eye of the public and are constantly taking shit who are like, this is like the price you pay for fame, right? The court of public opinion. That's what happens. That's what you end up having to deal with, unfortunately. But yeah, so Chris Rock just did his job and somebody punched him in the face. It's crazy. It's insane. It's wild. But I didn't. It's the kind of thing where I like I didn't realize it was wild and I wasn't watching the Oscars. I'll be honest. I was not watching the Oscars. I got text messages being like, oh, my God, did you see the slap? I said, no, I did not. What slap? 
Will Smith just walked on stage and hit Chris Rock. I said, that's campy. Is this a joke? It is not a joke. I was like, if this is some cruel trick to get me to turn on the Oscars and watch, well, then you are a, an inconsiderate burst. But I, I had to turn on the Oscars afterwards because there's actually a chance that Will Smith might win Best Actor, which like I feel like people have been asking for forever. But can you imagine how how? insane are you if you <laughs> on the night where you are supposed to win the one of the biggest awards best actor after a 20 30 40 year career in the industry receiving one of the highest honors in the industry you can't keep it to yourself for whatever two I guess I was going to say for two hours, the Oscars are all day. As far as I can tell, it's like hour. It just drags on. It's like a desert or this podcast. When I get a bad topic, it is excruciating to sit through, but you can't keep it to yourself for like another half hour, like literally 30 minutes after the slap, he gets the Oscar. You can't keep it in your pants for 30 minutes. Will, what are you talking? What are you doing? What are you? You're crazy. This is insane. This is Kanye level behavior, you know? Not the, you know, insane, crazy. You can't say insane or crazy anymore because there are mental illnesses. There are people dealing with stuff. And I think there's some real there's some real drama in in the Smith household. These guys, which is crazy, because if you think Will Smith, if you think Will Smith, what what pops into your head? Does family man pop in there at some point? Family guy, dad, husband, whatever, because that's the image he's cultivated, right? He's cultivated this image of this like perfect guy, family man, blah, 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 whatever. And Jada's done whatever she can to cut him down. But (laughs) Will Smith, nicest guy in Hollywood. Everyone loves Will Smith. What a cool guy. Jada's out here fucking his son's friends. But that's okay. (laughs) We're all cool with it. Everything's fine in the Smith household. And he just can't keep his shit together for half an hour. That dude was on a can you imagine how how like how crazy their relationship is. Their relationship is wild. There's why are they together? They shouldn't be together. They're probably together just for publicity or whatever. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand why they're still together. It's crazy. Jade is the problem. I think, I think if we're going to put blame on anyone, I think it's Jada. I'm sorry. I mean, Will Smith, Will Smith is an undeniable talent. Right. If we're just talking about the relationship, not the slap, because obviously the slap is Will Smith, you know, committing assault on another human being. And as Jim Carrey said the other day, uh, Chris Rock could just sue him for millions of dollars. There's a million witnesses. And if it wasn't Will Smith, you know, they're probably dragging whoever it was out of there. You know, if it's just some random dude from the audience, the security's grabbing him and throwing him out. But because it's Will Smith and he's supposed to win tonight and the Oscars is ultimately just a show where they're trying to make some money, get some eyeballs on it, try and be relevant. They're excited to have this. They're excited to have this experience. They're excited for people to care. They're excited for something controversial to happen. Whatever. But Jada, <laughs> I think I think with celebrities, I can't be the first person to say this, but there's a power dynamic with celebrities, right? One of them's famous. One of them's not as famous. That's just how it always is. And they're either OK with it. Or they're not okay with it. And I'm sure it's like a a source of constant tension, right? You and your partner have chosen the exact same field. One of you is crushing it and the other one is not. And you have to be around somebody. Like it's hard to be, you're jealous of all these people who are achieving things that you are not. And then one of them lives with you. One of them you love and want to spend time with. 
that's got to weigh on you a little bit. You know, I think that's a lot of reasons why why celebrity relationships don't work out. I think this is like a Bill Simmons bit where it's like, you know, Ryan Reynolds, Scarlett Johansson, they're together for a while. But then Ryan Reynolds is like, uh, Scarlett Johansson's so much more famous than me. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that. So then they can't they can't work it out. They get separated. Now he's with Blake Lively, who you know, is is fine being second fiddle to Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds is amazing. Blake Lively, she's she's fine. She's whatever. It's OK. And Scarlett Johansson's with Colin Jost, who we can all, you know, agree is just kind of like a blah human being, you know, an embodiment of the white privilege. <laughs> so many of us are fighting against now. But Colin Jost, the mayonnaise of people is with Scarlett Johansson and he's he's allowing her to shine. You know, nobody sits down for a meal of mayonnaise. They sit down for a hamburger and there's a little mayonnaise on the bun. Right. That's that's Colin Jost to Scarlett Johansson. So Scarlett Johansson got her mayonnaise. Ryan Reynolds got Blake Lively and Will Smith is Jada, which Jada. Why is Jada anything? I don't understand. Do we care about Jada? Where is she from? Does she do things? I was looking at her like IMDb. I know she was in The Matrix. And she was in uh, a lot of movies that Will Smith was in. <laughs> she had a gigantic role in the movie Collateral. I know we all, whenever we're like, hey, man, I want to go just sit back, relax, watch a Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith joint. Let's throw on Collateral or Angel Has Fallen. Uh, she was in Girls Trip. Have not seen. Heard it was great. Uh, haven't seen The Nutty Professor. What was she in The Nutty Professor? Was she the love interest in The Nutty Professor? I don't know. I don't. Jada Smith is as close to irrelevant as as possible, but she wants so desperately to be famous. And I think this is a recipe for disaster. Red Table Talk. I don't know if you've seen it. It's some weird talk show. I thought it was like only on Facebook, but I, I somehow I'm seeing clips of this. And they did one where <laughs> there were rumors that she had been sleeping with. What's his name? Ansel Anglor or whatever. I don't know his name, uh, but a couple A's. It's like two A's next to each other. There's this kid who was like a family friend who I guess was the same age as Will Smith's son, not with Jada. And uh, he was coming around, hanging around a lot, and Jada slept with him. And then they do this round table where <laughs> this red table talk where nothing's off the table. And Jada like exploits her infidelity to like get hits on a Facebook video <laughs> called Red Table Talk. And you can see in Will Smith's eyes, he does not want to be there. My boy is not excited about this. He is uh, would rather be anywhere else. I don't know if you've ever talked to a couple in an open relationship, but uh, you can tell whose idea it was to have an open relationship because they're the person who keeps bringing it up. You know, <laughs> he's always like Jada's always like, yeah, you know, open relationship. I wasn't happy. We weren't together. All this stuff. And Will's just like, yep. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Please. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. I don't know why he's doing it. He must be in, he must be crazy about her. I don't know. She must be amazing. She must be the most amazing woman ever. She's just can't. I don't get it. So when you're in a relationship like that, that's obviously toxic and horrible and not bringing the best out of everybody. And you're like on a hair trigger, right? You laugh at it. You, your buddy, Chris Rock, which, by the way, he's known this guy for like 20 years, right? There's no way these guys don't know each other. I'm not saying they're best friends, but they know each other. They're in the same circles, right? They're both going to the Oscars. They both know of each other. They probably know that Jade is going to get made fun of because Chris Rock's made fun of her before. You know, he made kind of the same point I'm making where he had his last Oscars. He hosted. He had this 
this great joke about Jada boycott because Jada was boycotting the Oscars and he goes, it's like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. Nobody wanted you at the Oscars. So cool. Go ahead and boycott. It's like that. But with everything like movies, we don't I don't need Jada. We don't need Jada around. We want Will and we get Jada sometimes, I think, is really how. The situation works. Jada doesn't like that. She's talking about her cheating. Whatever. Will laughs at the joke from Chris Rock, a man he's known for a long time. He turns to Jada. Jada's pissed. Something in Will snaps and he goes up on stage and hits Chris Rock and should have been sued for a lot of money. It's it's weird. It's toxic. Now, with all these situations, these celebrity situations, obviously, I'm going to talk about it on a podcast, but I do feel bad for these people like something else is going on. It's not normal human behavior to go up and just slap another human being. I mean, when was the last time you were slapped or had seen anybody slapped? I haven't. I, it's been a long time in person. But this is the thing. Maybe this is like a part of me that's like in the the video games or like, you know, like an old an old parent from the 90s. Like, oh, but the violence in television is desensitizing my kids. It was the kind of thing when people texted me about, I was kind of like, oh, that's crazy. And then turn it on and I watched the video and I was like, oh, it doesn't look too too crazy. But then I forgot about like the context of this. The context is what makes this insane. You know, I, I'm in New York City. I ride the subway all the time. If someone gets slapped in the face in the subway, it's like, OK, cool. Just another day riding the subway. This is the Oscars. This is two of the most famous people in the world on the night that one of them is supposed to be like elevated into the secret boys club, best actor. The stakes could not be higher. And they're also one of them is the reputation of being one of the nicest guys in Hollywood. It's crazy. It's over the top. It's a lot. It's it's just <laughs> it's, it's crazy in the context. It's insane. It reminds me of that scene. There, what was it? Not the not the scene. But remember, there was like that bit with like John McCain and he just like rolled up into Congress one day and gave the thumbs down. And it was like, whoa, look at John McCain doing this badass thing. And I was like, OK, I need someone to explain to me why this is badass or honestly, even interesting. I don't understand what, this, what the importance of this is. But yeah, in context, it's crazy. It's weird. OK, here's another thought I had, which is. I guess why I don't like the Oscars and I'm not saying that the Oscars shouldn't exist. I guess they should. They should exist. It's fine. I don't know. This isn't I, I don't I don't lie awake at night worrying about the Oscars, but I just pulled up, you know, randomly. Let's just pull up, you know, the highest grossing movies of 2021 <laughs> and see and see how far we get down the list before we get, I don't know, anything that was nominated for an Oscar. OK, let's do this together. Number one, Spider-Man. Number two, Shang-Chi. Three, Venom. Four, Black Widow. Five, the fast, fast and furious. Oh, my God. The fast saga. I couldn't figure out how to say this. F9, the fast and furious movie. Number six, Eternals. Number seven, no time to die. That's James Bond. That's like a that's like a it always is the song, right? They always get song. And I'm pretty sure they beat out some better people for the song. Right. Wasn't like Encanto. You know, the Encanto is like the most popular music in the world. And that doesn't win. How does how does a James Bond theme song win? I don't know anyone who's even seen the James Bond movie. <laughs> this is the quietest one hundred sixty four million dollar box office I've ever heard of is <laughs> is no time to die showing up quietly whimpering and, and going away. Um, that's number seven. Number eight, a quiet place Two. 
Very cool, very good. Nine, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which was surprisingly good. Number 10, Free Guy, a Ryan and Reynolds joint. Number 11, Jungle Cruise, The Rock driving a boat through the Amazon, having a good time. Number 12, Godzilla vs. Kong. (laughs) Number 13, Dune. Okay, now we finally got to a Best Picture nominee, and it's the 13 highest grossing film of the year. I'm just... And and we all know Dune isn't going to win. There's no way that Dune is going to win this. So what are we doing here? What are the Oscars for? The Oscars are for a bunch of, I mean, traditionally old white guys patting each other on the back, telling each other good job, supporting, you know, art, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm torn because I want all of these things. These are all very expensive movies to make, right? These are all superhero movies. They're all reboots of stuff or IP grabs. And this is what people want now. And this is what people consume. But also, you know, we got to support the little guy. I want to support the little artist making an original thing. And maybe that's not making as much money, but it still just feels so out of touch to just be like, cool, we'll throw Dune a bone and get back to this with all this stuff. Like the Avengers doesn't even win special effects. How is it possible that you've created a world where Spider-Man is swinging through a city? It's believable. Shang-Chi's fighting a dragon and they don't win special effects. This is nuts. Let's just keep going for the sake of <laughs> sake of going till we find another Oscar nominee, right? I'm, I guess I'm not sure what kind of a point I'm making, but <laughs> I have the list pulled up. <laughs> And I'm here for it. Okay, so we got Dude, 14, Halloween Kills, 15, Encanto, 16, Cruella, 17, Sing 2, 18, Space Jam, one of the worst movies I've ever seen of all time, Uh, 19, The Conjuring, 20, Candyman, 21, The Boss Baby 2, 22, The Addams Family 2, there was another Addams Family movie, 23, The Suicide Squad, 24, Raya and the Last Dragon, 25, Demon Slayer the movie, what is that about, is that the anime? 26, Clifford the Big Red Dog. 27, House of Gucci. Was House of Gucci nominated? No, it wasn't. It was not nominated for anything. Okay, let's keep going. House of Gucci. Old, 29. 28, 29, Tom and Jerry the movie. 30, The Forever Purge. 31, Peter Rabbit 2. 32, The Paw Patrol. 33, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. 34, Mortal Kombat. 35, Don't Breathe 2. 36, In the Heights. 37, Snake Eyes. 38, West Side Story making $28 million. And that's that's the next the second thing on the list. So we have the 13th and the 38th highest grossing movie of the year on the Best Picture nominees. Is that out of touch? Yeah, it's got to be right. Like we're talking about a movie that made less money than the Paw Patrol movie, which maybe that's unfair to compare because the Paw Patrol (laughs) is super popular. Peter Rabbit 2 made more money. Than, <laughs> than West Side Story. Don't Breathe 2. I don't even know what Don't Breathe 2. Mortal Kombat made more money. Clifford the Big Red Dog made more money than West Side Story. I couldn't think of a movie I would want less in my life than the West Side Story <laughs> remake. Who was asking for this? Steven Spielberg's really sitting in his mansion on his pile of money and he's going, you know what the people want? You know what can bring our country together in our trying times? West Side Story, baby. Why don't we do this? West Side Story. My God, that's 38, 39. The Matrix Resurrections, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't know what kind of a point I'm trying to make here. Honestly, it's it's kind of. 
<laughs> this list makes me sad and angry and happy, I guess, all at the same time. I mean, I've seen most of these movies, but also, I I don't know. How many of these are like small, independent films? Are we, are, there's not a, I mean, a, a licorice pizza isn't going to ever make this list, right? A don't look, I mean, a don't look up could. Why can't a don't look up? Oh, it's because it's on Netflix or whatever, but <sighs> I don't know, guys. This is, I Oscars, just Oscars, like. I guess I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad it was relevant at all this year. Can you imagine? And they even let him made a speech. They made they let Will Smith accept an award and win a speech and they let him go. They let him talk as long as he wants. I thought they used to have like the cane, you know, and hook people off. They they would they would play music and play somebody off the screen. They've got the Oscars show is so long and the but and like the the timing is so tight that they don't even do categories every year. They're dropping categories. And then they let Will Smith, a guy who (laughs) physically assaulted one of the hosts, go up on stage and talk for five minutes about like love. (laughs) (laughs) His speech after was so insane. Wasn't his acceptance speech like one of the craziest things he ever. I'm a vessel for love. You know, I'm just like, you know, and like he then he. I feel like he had a speech written because he knew it was going to win. Like there was no doubt in anybody's mind that Will Smith is going to win this thing. He must have known going into this. So he's got a speech and it's all about love and love and the world. I'm a vessel for love and my entire career and everything I've presented, you know, to the public has been love up until 30 minutes before I accept this reward award. And I give this speech, but uh, love, love, love. And then he was just like, yeah, you know, oh, he's like sitting in his seat, like racking his brain. Like, how do I make this work? How do I make this work? Uh, King Richard, a protector. I, you know, you got to protect what you love. <laughs> it's like, okay, man. All right. He was working so hard to like pigeonhole <laughs> this thing. He was working overtime to try and like make his whole speech about love <laughs> into, into something that wouldn't sound completely crazy from a man who just physically hit another man like a child, like a fucking child. He, wa- he heard something he didn't like and he walked on stage, man, just slapped slapped another man and then he got on stage and was like love everybody you know i love everything <laughs> what a joke what a joke and jada's like yeah yeah good good job go get him will do your thing will oh my god the speech love serena williams is there. <laughs> Watching the man who played her father in a movie slap Chris Rock in the face. Are you kidding me? Uh, He has to be like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. That's crazy. God, man. Uh, The people defending him are like, you can't let a man talk about your wife like that. You know, especially when and people are like, oh, no, Chris Rock didn't know about her. Her devastating illness, you know, alopecia. I mean, he didn't know about the countless people who die from alopecia every (laughs) single year. Oh, my God. The untold stories of alopecia victims. (laughs) The war. We have to stop. We have to stop the war on alopecia. I don't know. Gosh, well, now I'm second guessing myself. I got to Google anyone. Alopecia should deaths. I'm going to Google that right now. Alpaca deaths. Okay, there's a lot of alpaca deaths. Alopecia. Okay, this is why we need to raise awareness 
for alopecia. It's so I can alopecia death rate. Let's see. Is there a mortality with lung with alopecia? All cause and cause mortality with alopecia. Orata does mortality risk with alopecia. And a nationwide high mortality associated with the you know, physical disease with control with smoking. Okay, after making that joke, I'm 99% sure <laughs> that Jada Smith is not going to die from alopecia. Uh, <laughs> I feel like. I just feel like I've seen so many people with alopecia being like, that's the tamest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, a G.I. Jane joke. Uh, classic. Classic. I can't believe this is what crossed the line. All these <laughs> there's people out there. There's people out there who don't have eyebrows who are just like, Jada this is a joke. This is crazy. She is overreacting to everything. Okay. I, uh, I, I. I have to get in. This is this is a new segment on the podcast. It's going to be my Arrow Garden Minute. And I'm going to keep it to just a minute. 60 seconds tops my Arrow Garden. It was time to start over. I feel like I learned a lot. I grew a lot along with my plants and herbs. I know what to do better this time. I ripped everything out. I'm starting over. I got new seed pods. I'm talking chives, cilantro, Thai basil, genosa basil, parsley, and dill. I'm going to keep you guys posted <laughs> nonstop. I want to make sure... That everyone's up to date, knows this Arrow Garden. Yeah, I, I, you know, though my last one made it 85 days. We're trying to break that record this time. I can't wait. This is going to be exciting. Good stuff. <laughs> Man, I am enjoying a, uh, well, I'm, well, I'm doing the podcast. I'm enjoying a nice seltzer. I got, I've gotten real into seltzer lately. It is, it's my go-to. My go-to drink now is the whiskey soda, which I, I I thought was seltzer. I guess it's club soda. I, I thought those were the same thing. I guess they're not. <laughs> I've, so now I, I guess I'm used to a seltzery thing. And so when I when I'm trying when I want to drink or when I want to pretend I'm drinking, but I'm not like during the workday when you're like, I could use a drink. I just I just break out a LaCroix or something. And, I'm, and it like kind of tricks me into being like, oh, this could be a White Claw or a whiskey soda or a or an anything. But I don't understand like the classism around seltzers because I feel like it's all got to, it's got to be the same. There's only so much you can do. How different can a zero calorie, (laughs) zero sugar, zero sodium, zero carb, zero protein beverage be from another zero calorie, zero fat, zero sodium, zero carb, zero protein beverage. What's what's wrong with polar? Why aren't people drinking polar? Why aren't people drinking I don't remember the name of that other one that I saw in the store, but it's LaCroix. LaCroix is number one. LaCroix is the best. LaCroix has got the best flavors. Let me tell you about the flavors. They have a flavor that I had. I had at my friend's place, went over to my buddy's place. I had a, a pomplopus, a pomplomos. I don't know how to say it. It's a, it's a, I'm trying to pull it up. It's a pomplomus. It's a, nope, that's not, it's not passion fruit. It was another, it's pomple, it's pomplemousse. It's called P-A-M-P-L-E. M-O-U-S-S-E. And the S's are like curvy and sassy. It's like a pomplemousse. And for some reason, they're like, oh, yeah, drink this one. I guess it's the best one. I had it. I enjoyed it. I have friends who are like, yeah, pomplemousse. That's the one. Turns out it's a French word for grapefruit. They can't just call it dra- grapefruit. It, it couldn't be grapefruit. Grapefruit, you're not, you're not moving units. You're not moving units when it's grapefruit. Nobody wants grapefruit. But pomplemousse, people are buying that shit up. 
I went to the store and I was like, okay, I got to get some pomplamoose. What I, but I was like, I, I knew it was a P. I knew it started with a P. I knew it was a word I couldn't recognize. There can only be so many of those, right? Wrong. They have another flavor named pastique. P-A-S-T-E-Q-E. Q-U-E. <laughs> and pastique. And I was like, okay, maybe this is it. I knew it was a pompo. I knew it was a pastique. I knew it was a P. I knew it was a P. 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 And I knew it was a LaCroix. How different can all of these be? But this pastique is not the one I was looking for. It is not a pomplepuce. It's the furthest, furthest thing from a pomplepuce. It's a watermelon. And it even says the pomplepuce doesn't say grapefruit on it. The pomp, the, the pastique says in quotes, it says pastique brackets watermelon as if to be like, are you sure? Are you sure this is the one you want? Are you sure you aren't looking for pomplepuce? Because this is a word that looks kind of like pomplepuce, but it's actually watermelon. Are you sure you're looking for watermelon? And I was like, I guess I just didn't miss the watermelon part because there's no way they have multiple French P words describing things that I have known and understood my entire life as, as fruits and vegetables. So why would they do this? Why would they make this hard? The other options were lemon and lime and I think orange. And then... <laughs> And then two P French words that I've never heard of before. So I blew it. I messed up. I'm drinking watermelon LaCroix right now. LaCroix, please reach out. Uh, I would love to be sponsored. Please sponsor me for this. Uh, I guess that's it for the pod today, guys. Thank you. So I didn't realize I was going to be talking so much about the Oscars. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. I appreciate it. It means a lot. I know we're shaking the rust off with this bad boy. Okay. It's been a little while. We're back. We're getting back. I, you're on, you're on track. You're, you're early to something special. This is going to be big. I'm telling you, I'm telling you we're going places. So thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Uh, like subscribe, do all the things, tell your friends, tell your enemies and the king stays king. <laughs> Bye.